When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Johnny Venerable, joined as always by Bo Brock, Damian Anderson, who celebrated a birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, DA. What a birthday present you got here on a Monday. <laughs> Gentlemen, the all-pro center for the Arizona Cardinals, Rodney Hudson, is not retiring he is back per numerous reports, including this tweet by Adam Schefter, excuse me, Ian Rappaport, friend of the program. How dare you? I know. How dare you? Butchered that. Rap sheet saying veteran center Rodney Hudson, who stayed away from mandatory minicamp and whose status was quote unquote uncertain for 2022, has informed the team he is returning and will play in 2022. Sources say he'll be with veterans when they report Next Tuesday, unbelievable. How are we feeling about this? Guys, I think it's a collective sigh of relief for everyone associated with the Cardinals organization. Obviously, what he means to Kyler Murray protection-wise, and we know that Kyler can mitigate a lot of those areas and concerns that we talked about if Rodney wasn't on the football field. But I think in totality, what it means to that offensive line, obviously there's some big question marks there. But to have that foundational piece as Rodney Hudson, a pro bowler, a guy that has seen it, been through it, and that says that he's willing to play. It should be that little meme of the two little kids run together. They're both about two or three years old. It should be Kyler Murray and Rodney Hudson's heads on that meme and them running together. Because I think we all know with the with the dominoes starting the fall, with the hop news, Rodney Hudson, and all these things negatively towards the team, you're like, God damn. You know what I mean? What is going on, right, Bo? But yeah. having this little piece back, knowing that Rodney's going to be there, makes you smile a little bit and have optimism about the future. Yeah, no doubt about it. It is the little kid that's just pumped to see his friend William again. Absolutely. It's that viral video. I'm with Chris. I'm with the GM, Saul Bookman. LFG, let's fucking go. The Arizona Cardinals, when we did our to-do list before training camp began, the number one thing on most of our lists was reconnect with Rodney Hudson and make sure he gets back in the building and is ready to go for the 2022 season. And he is, according to Ian Rappaport, headed back to Glendale next Tuesday. That's got to be really exciting. Now all you have to do really is figure out Kyler Murray's extension, and we're cooking with gas as far as this Cardinals 2022 team goes. This has got to be 
in, in high, now in hindsight, the most important move of the offseason in getting Rodney Hudson to kind of pivot on what was speculated on when he didn't show up for any offseason activity at all. Now, how much, you know, how serious was this? I think this is just pure speculation on our part. Like, was it Rodney Hudson seriously contemplating re- retirement? Or was it Rodney Hudson looking at the depth chart and saying, there's nobody on this roster that's realistically going to push me from my position. I'm going to take some paid time off. And uh, I'll just, you know, contemplate, radio air quotes, retirement, and just get, uh, you know, get the hall pass for the offseason and then show up when it really matters. I put out some feelers today, gentlemen, and I, I the consensus was this was unexpected, even by the team, because there was a, an overall consensus this time last month that he was done playing football, that he had told the team, I plan to retire, figure it out. I'm just not up for it. Those, those are the feelers that I got. And then you think about the social media posts that the teams put out or didn't post. They didn't post on his birthday. They photoshopped him out of a graphic. If you were to lead me to believe that Rodney Hudson just went up to Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime and said, I'm 33 years old. I'm an all pro. I'm the anchor of this offensive line. You traded for me. You believe in me. I just want to sit back until training camp. There is no way, in my opinion, super pro player Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime are going to have a problem with that. When we saw him as animated as he was at the press conference in June, when he didn't show up, that was because they were being led to believe that he was not going to play football this year. And they were like, what the hell, Rodney? We don't have a center. We didn't draft one. And then the guys left in free agency are kind of meh, right? And so I listen, Steve Kime has caught a lot of flack this offseason, rightfully so. But I mean, he's got God's greatest gift of football today. Most people are connecting the dots of Kime, maybe Michael Bidwell took it to the next level and got this, got not extension done, but this agreement that he was going to play football this year. Remember all the quotes that came from like, Justin Pugh and Kelvin Beecham, they're like, he's got to do what's best for his family. Not like, hey, we know Rodney will be there when push comes to shove September 11th against Kansas City. No, no, no. None of that was going on. So I even think many of his teammates believed he was done. So whether it was change a hard, if he just opted to say, like, you know, fool me once, Cardinals, I, I get to play and I skip all of this and, you know, I get my money back. Maybe they were trying to recoup some of his signing bonus. I don't know. What I can say definitively is, they better draft and develop a center next spring because it, there's a possibility we could go through this again. And I'm all for bringing Rodney Hudson back as long as he wants to play. But, you know, if I'm Kyme and Kingsbury, like we have a, we don't have a contingency plan. I think that's part of the reason they were so caught off guard, Damien, at the start of the offseason. Guys, communication, communication, communication. And it works, you know, and it's needed and works both ways if it's used correctly. And I think, and Johnny, I know that you alluded to a little bit, maybe Kime or Michael reached out to Rodney uh, during this time and said, Hey, we really need you. But I hope more importantly, I hope it was Kyler. I hope Kyler took that leap, those leadership qualities and said, Hey man, we got a really good thing cooking here. Your integral piece and what we want to do to your point. I mean, when you don't show up living in the day, day and age of social media, it's really easy to tell people how you feel without telling them how you feel. Right. And we didn't get much of that from Rodney. All we had to do was, as, as Bo would say, speculate and get sources. But with the information that we, you know, we, we recently got from Rappaport that Rodney will be in camp, I think, as I said, again, I think the Cardinals fan base, you know, we've been seeing in the chats, they've been blowing up. 
have taken a collective sigh of relief and knowing that, you know, what once was a, a huge issue this offseason, not having your Pro Bowl center there protecting your your quarterback and knowing that the Cardinals do primarily a lot of their formations in the shotgun position and knowing how that how difficult at times that transition can be to have him in place. I think that that brings you, you know, it gives the offensive line confidence. It gives Kyler confidence. And as we all say, that has a trickle effect throughout the team. When you know the offensive line is going to do their job, Kyler's going to do his job. Receivers got to run and get open. Running backs got to run. I think the Cardinals are in a good place because what we've said always, they've hedged their bets offensively, right? To score points and out duel yeah. opposing offenses. They're going to have to, and without Rodney Hudson, could it be done? Yeah, but it was going to be a lot more difficult. Yeah, it simplifies things, that's for sure. I mean, it's, you, you've got the status quo coming back, at least your offensive line. There's a ton of continuity there. I think people should breathe that sigh of relief in, in, with the belief that this offense can be elite when the defense, there's a ton of question marks. And now with $10 million in cap space, you know where you have to spend those dollars. You don't have to go out there and get a backup center or who, the best yeah. center that's on the on the free agent market. And it's what, J.C. Treader, I see him in the, in the chat. And thank God that doesn't have to happen. So, you know, it's going to continue to open up rush lanes. He's going to continue to be that calming voice on the offensive line. We hear the story about how he pointed out to Kyler Murray in a game last year about a, a play, to play to check down to, and it turned into a big Christian Kirk uh, completion. You, you love that that's coming back, and we're going to see year two of the duo of Kyler Murray and, and Rodney Hudson. Hopefully there's enough success to where we see another season after that from Rodney Hudson. So, yeah. you know, is. We can only really speculate. We'll hear from Rodney Hudson, I'm sure, next week when the when the veterans report, and there'll be a ton of questions. I'll ask the question if nobody's willing to. What you know, what went down? But you know, was it you know, wink, wink? I, I'm contemplating retirement, guys. Don't give me any shit about this. Or was it you know, he legitimately was thinking about retirement, and then Michael Bidwell was like, okay, well then you're gonna have to pay us back some of these monies, and then he's like, ooh, okay. Uh, I've got to, you know, Those are my money. grew that love Those are for the my game. Monies, Michael, what happened? Right. I thought we were buddies. I thought you guys traded for right. me. He had all the leverage. He had all the leverage. We talked about it at nauseum during this, you know, six week incumbency period where we did not think he was going to play. He wanted to be cut and released from the Oakland Raiders once upon a time. Now the Las Vegas Raiders, because he wanted to go play in Kansas city and finish his career there. And the Cardinals had to trade for him. They gave up a premium pick, a third-round pick, a day-two pick, and courted him and said, Rodney, we want you here. Look at the infrastructure we have. We're going to give you all this money. And they thought everything was gravy, right? And then this offseason, he's like, no, I'm just not going to do anything. I'm not going to show up. I don't think I want to play football anymore. Thank God that changed. I want to get to some of these comments here. I Picking spreads puts it well. We need to focus on the offensive line next draft badly. A lot of free agents after this season. It's also a DJ contract year, DJ Humphreys. Everybody's essentially in a contract year. Even though Rodney Hudson, as Bo mentions, is under contract after this season, I don't think anybody can expect him to be checkmarked in for 2023, right? Um, Kelvin Beecham, DJ Humphreys, and Rodney Hudson, and Will Hernandez, and um, Justin Pugh are all either done. In Justin Pugh's case, he's retiring after this year, or they're outright free agents. And so, yeah, they, they do need to do a better job drafting and developing and, and getting those young offensive linemen in-house. And what this also does, just it makes everybody better, right? Like Will Hernandez, he's got his issues, but he's going to start for the Cardinals, we presume, if he has a good training camp. He's already penciled in. But like playing next to Rodney Hudson, you're going to play infinitely better. Justin Pugh at guard rather than center, that's a big win for the Cardinal offensive line. 
all these rookies that they drafted, these, you know, flyers on sixth, seventh round picks. You know, we like the kid out of Oklahoma. Smith, you know, maybe can play a little bit center, the sixth rounder. Like, those guys can now be developed. And if there's something there, they can be maybe a plug-and-play opportunity next year. You don't have to force, goodness gracious, a day three pick to start this year. So, Damien, you talk about going into this season as opposed to last year. Could you imagine the impact of losing Chandler Jones, Rodney Hudson, DeAndre Hopkins for week one and what that would have done to, to this team and to this locker room? Thankfully, you don't have that now. But, like, how big of a blow would it have been to this team? I mean, it, it would be detrimental to have, t- you know, two pillars of your team be taken away from you and having to respond to that. I mean, we we know it's a game of next man up. We've all played sports. However, when guys are pro bowlers, when guys get paid over $10 million a year, those are guys that get paid to do something, do something notable. One is protect the quarterback and two is sack the quarterback. So having two guys like that not on your football team, I think that, we would be go. We would be going crazy. The Cardinals fan base would be going crazy, and I think you would understand some of the the frustration by some of the you know the social pundits, right? That talk about the Arizona Cardinals weekly, right? Rank them, but I think given the recent news, knowing that it's status quo, as Bo said, no, knowing that the offense will be able to score points. Obviously, there's no D Hop for six weeks, but there is Kyler Murray, and he can do some amazing things with his feet and his arm, and that's why he's special, and that's why he was picked at number one. And we've always talked about this. It's going to require him to have some signature moments uh, this season, right, to get them where they want to be extended into the playoffs. And I think it's going to make, like you said, Johnny, it's going to make everyone more at ease having a guy like Rodney Rodney Hudson up front. I mean, to your point a little bit earlier, not having him on, you know, media communication, being Photoshopped out, there were clear indicators unless unless it was a signal from the Cardinals like, hey, put that shit out. Put that right. shit out. You know what I mean, Bo? Like, put that out. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see if he box. Let's see what he does. And they put yeah. it out. And I don't think I don't think there's any coincidences in life. I think as a result, <laughs> they said we know that better to- than anybody here on this podcast. After what yeah. has happened with Kyler <laughs> yeah. Murray this offseason, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, speaking of Kyler, I mean, does that get done, Johnny, before Monday, or, or before the end of this week, or why is it done? Why don't we do a little fun analogy here, a fun little exercise, I should say. Everybody in the chat, if you believe that Kyler Murray is going to play uh, under a new contract this coming week, he has to report by next Tuesday. Give us a big thumbs up in the chat. Give us a thumbs down if you feel like Kyler Murray doesn't get extended. I will go on the record here, gentlemen. I think the contract gets done probably this weekend, probably somewhere around Sunday night. That's my official estimation on the deal. I don't have any insight into that. The numbers are consistent with 44 to $45 million per year. Everything dating back to the end of the offseason program suggests that it's going well. Uh, I, I don't think Kyler Murray is, is going to report, get hit, put, put pads on without a new deal signed. And I this is a cherry on top because I expected the Kyler deal to get done, but I think a lot of us did. I would this this Rodney Hudson news completely out of left field. Right. And it, it might have, you know, derailed any kind of negotiation where their focus had to go in, in getting Rodney Hudson back because it would have just been a complete utter disaster if they had to move forward without Rodney Hudson. I mean, we we talked about Lacidia Smith, the rookie six rounder playing that position. We talked about Justin Pugh at this stage in his career making a position change. It would have been a disaster. And the DA's point, like you put guys in more comfortable positions to thrive at the NFL 
NFL level, play positions they're familiar with. Rodney Hudson does that, and then some. He gives you an all-pro caliber center to boot. So now Steve Kahn can absolutely just focus. He has nothing left in the way but focus on getting Kyler Murray's deal done. Go back and forth with with his representation, Eric Burkhart now with Rock Nation, and get that deal done. I mean, something catastrophic would have to happen to take him off the practice field next week. I think that there's so much goodwill going on between the two sides, Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals, that if they don't get a deal done, it's going to come soon. I, I don't think it's imminent, but it's not necessary to get done just because vets report on the 26th. It's a great I point. I think so, guys. I, I think so. I think optics-wise, it's best to have it, you know, as we keep talking about, everyone be comfortable, status quo, right? Like no disruptions with the process, right? You don't want guys thinking about like, oh, okay, well, he's not going to be our quarterback, but he'll get here when he gets here. I think when you start the season, you don't want to have any distractions and you want to go out there and just focus on what you have. Like, okay, we could already address that we won't have hop for six weeks, but we got Rodney back. We got Kyler signed. We can go out there and start preparing because they yeah. don't have hop. They don't have an explosive guy like they used to, you know, have. We know that Hollywood Brown is, is a guy and we, I know that Johnny loves him and we plan on him, you know. Don't, I don't, him. I don't accept any Hollywood slander on this podcast. <laughs> no, we know, we know, but I'm, but I'm saying, I would say that he's no D hop yet. I'll just leave that out there. With, no, that's, with, that's fair. Yeah. He hasn't been, he hasn't been proclaimed, you know, one of the top, you know, three to five receivers in the league. That can change in this offense, but I think it's will make the most sense to have everyone in camp in the opportune time at the start so they can start on that path of giving everyone on the same page and doing what they have to do. And Kyler leading the ship. I, I love what I'm seeing this this last couple weeks from this team as far as this news goes, the trajectory of this Kyler Murray deal. Uh, if I could bet on this offense being a top 10 unit in the NFL – uh, I certainly would, and maybe you can do that on DraftKings. We'll have to dabble into that. I want to remind everybody, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code PHNX. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Bet on the Home Run Derby tonight. There's still time. I like my man Albert Pools to win it all. I know it's a long shot, plus 2,200. Wow. I know. It's, he's, he's one of my faves. He's one of my faves. He got in. He's batting around 210 on the year. Let's just. There's no diamond back to root for, so I got to root for Big Al. That's promo code PHNX. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Gentlemen, speaking of DraftKings, I did check the DraftKings Sportsbook app before the show kicked off today and saw did this Rodney Hudson situation move the needle as it relates to the Cardinals over under. They are still right around eight and a half. I think we would all agree on that. It's basically like... Eight and a half means you're going to make the playoffs at nine or you're going to miss the playoffs at eight. And if I was a betting man, which I am, I would take the Cardinals eight and a half over. And you can do that right now on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Loving these comments. Loving loving this vibe, Bo Brock, because we needed some good vibes on a Monday. Goodness gracious. Like when was the last time we've had some positive? And it wasn't even a right. signing. We didn't even get a trade no. signing. But John, it, it, I thought it, your energy would be would be higher though. I'm be honest. I'm a little bit disappointed. Well, I got I my club and tee on. I can either be I can either be your um, Bible salesman or I could be Mr. Club and John here. Not doing Encyclopedia some of this. Britannica, bro. Okay. Encyclopedia Britannica. Yeah, oh, doesn't he look stuff. like he's going out to Access Radius in like 2003 oh, in that night yeah. shirt? <laughs> this is my dad's shirt. I've run out of clothes in the Midwest. No, you got to do your jaw like this, though, Johnny. 
<laughs> got my all pro center back. I'm vibing today, baby. It was, I mean, but the Arizona Cardinals offseason was unfortunately rivaling their regular season where they just fell off at the end of it. It was just, was, yeah. it was not trending in the right direction. So to finally get some good news, to get Rodney Hudson back in the fold, I know it's a report, but Ian Rappaport's usually on target with these things. It seems like he's going to be back. And what I mean, when you look at the stats, it's crazy what the offense could do. I mean, nine and three overall versus uh, what two and three without Rodney Hudson, and then the points per game, nearly twenty-eight points per game versus twenty-three and a half points per game. I mean, they're just a better offense overall. Despite you know, you hope he's worked out the kinks as far as snapping the football from the shotgun, and I think he will. But, man, good news for the Arizona Cardinals when they needed it. Also good news, we're going to be live from Four Peaks on July 27th. It's going down. There's some right here, baby. That's right. Look at this. All day, every single PHNX podcast will be live from Four Peaks, including PHNX cards. Come join us on 8th Street. Have a beer with us. Have some great appetizers, of course, great food, and hang out with the whole crew will talk with you. We'll hang out. We'll talk some cards. We'll talk anything you want and enjoy some delicious beverages along the way. And don't miss out on entering to be the toast of the month, the sweepstakes over at gophnx.com. You must be 21 or older and enjoy responsibly. But uh, so what do we come down to? Do we see many thumbs down in, in the chat as far as the Kyler Murray extension? What's the consensus here? What, it was mostly there? thumbs up, but there was yeah. a couple middle fingers. Uh, <laughs> couple, yeah, there were a couple middle fingers in there. <laughs> yeah, there were a couple middle fingers. I don't remember who that was, but you know, people yeah. are, people people want Kyler to earn it, guys. Yeah. And I, and I, I, I well, that's I think, his number number one, isn't that what they're saying? Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. But I think that – I mean, let, that could be a, a discussion in itself, guys. Do you think that Kyler has earned it and warranted $40-plus million a year? I'm going to go, yes. given the market, absolutely. Yes. I think that you're no going to get a it. general consensus. We like to debate on this podcast, mm-hmm. on this program. You will not find – unless maybe – depending on how Frank Sanders wakes up in the morning, you will not find <laughs> this group, this threesome here, pushing back on the notion that – the first time in the history of this franchise they draft and develop a Pro Bowl, potentially Hall of Fame caliber quarterback, not to pay him market money. I don't think that's a good look. Uh, and I think Michael Bidwell has has found that out as well. For all the Kevin Cobbs and John Skeltons and Ryan Lindley's, right? Kyler Murray comes in, puts this team on the map. How many four primetime games this year? They're a, a borderline playoff team again after potentially regressing as a roster. Yeah, pay, pay him his money. Let's all go out and kick a little ass. What's the series that they got following them this year, Johnny? They're, they got that series. Uh, hard Knocks. Hard you knocks? think Hard Knocks would be doing the Cardinals if it was Colt McCoy? Mm, something tells me <laughs> no. I don't think HBO would come calling then. But I think no. that they do love drama, and it is a great – you know what I mean? It's a great situation for drama. I think you could really watch any NFL team, and you're going to get so many different characters and personalities that I think it would be a great mm-hmm. show if you're a genuine football fan. But knowing what we know about the Arizona Cardinals, it being intimate, close, you know, reporting on it, you know, you guys daily, in my case, a couple times a week, I think it, it's great. I mean, just to, get, to have that immersive view of what it is from day to day, because people just, I think, oftentimes forget what players do to prepare, you know, what the front office and coaches do to prepare to get ready for a football game. And as we know, I mean, a game plan can go from sugar to shit in a matter of minutes. You know, a big play here, big play there. But in a matter of time, you know, to have that 
access. I think it's it's huge for the fan base and everyone uh, you know affiliated with the Cardinals organization. Yeah, and, and just to get the behind the scenes look of you know how things run. And I, I I've said this from the very get go. I think Cliff Kingsbury would benefit a ton from people kind of seeing how he operates and why we don't hear anything as far as any players slandering Cliff Kingsbury. Everybody seems to love him. He's a, obviously almost a, a, to a fault players coach. And we'll get to kind of see how he operates on a daily basis. You know, the reports that he gets in there earlier than anybody, he's one of the first in last to leave what he's doing all between those walls, you know, all day and uh, what he's doing to kind of help the Arizona Cardinals avoid that epic failure at the end of the season. Like he's done, so far since 2013, dating back to his uh, Texas Tech days. But anytime anybody says, no, Kyler Murray is not worth the money, he's not worth the market value, I want to do what A.J. Dillon, the Green Bay Packers running back, did to a poor minor league baseball mascot the other day. Watch this, guys. The Kanishua Kingfish. He absolutely got just dismantled by AJ Dillon. Look at this head comes flying off. I can see him get CTE in that video. It's unbelievable. What, what would it take to get you guys in that mascot get up and take that brutal hit from AJ Dillon? I think the better question is if Damien wanted to do that to, <laughs> to a PHNX employee, Damien was a former NFL running back, the pride of Northwestern. Could if lay some were, wood. Yeah. yeah. And he's, if you're around Damien, and I'm gonna be honest here. Hey, hey guys, Johnny was runner up, state champion. Thank you, Johnny thank you, thank you, thank you, Damien. Bless your heart. Uh, Damien still looks like he can play. If if I had to go one on one with AJ Dillon or, or Damien Anderson or NFL caliber player, I would want number one, um, all my medical bills to be covered. Right, I'd have PHNX yeah. sign off on that. Number two is I would just <laughs> I want to I would have a fixed amount, no less than five figures, no less than five figures, because that you mentioned that guy. He's going to be in a wheelchair, right? He's going to be shamed by his family and friends. The me- I almost think the mental shame would be worse than the physical <laughs> shame because, you know, I take a beating every day physically, you know, just being the mental me. shame. Your but brain the mental- is pudding when you get that hit. That's that right. But, but, but I mean, it's like I get dragged for beer chugging on this channel or lack thereof. Imagine if that had happened to me. That'd be on every T-shirt, right? It'd be all over the website, be all over the YouTube page. Where's this? Well, where's this minor league team at? First off, I gotta ask. Where's this minor I think league this team? In Wisconsin. Rural Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he's not gonna be at that job for long because no, I would don't. be <laughs> on workman's comp and I would have just laid there for the remain. I mean, is it to go viral? What is it to promote? I mean, does does that guy own the team? You know what I mean? Like, is he is he going all out? I mean, it, it is crazy to put him put yourself in harm's way for some likes, right? Or for some retweets or whatever, whatever it is. But I think it's great for us to talk about um, AJ Dillon. Not sure why I did it, but I'm sure that they paid him a hefty amount in terms of a an appearance fee. That you know, money's a great motivate motivator. But I mean, it's just crazy to think that people are doing stuff like this because there was no protection. Obviously, dude was concussed. AJ's probably having some residual effects, but yeah, it's just a crazy moment in sports, man. You ever done that to anybody? You ever trucked anybody that bad on the football field? Yeah. Um, some of them I remember, right? Some of them I yeah. don't. Um, but, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it happens. I mean, it's like – Some little scrub safety. But I, 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 but I would say like – I would say – No, it was start, probably start safety, you know what I mean, some some big-time games. You know what I mean? Like, it was just a matter of, like, mano a mano in the hole. I wasn't a guy with a lot of elusiveness, so – 
if I had to get a first down, I was going to get that first down. You know, you know what I mean? Like what it came. See, that's down the to. difference between my game and Damian's game. Is I was, you know, lateral cuts. <laughs> I was you, your Barry Sanders. Yeah, Barry Sanders? So all the Barry, Barry Sanders moves. Just I would do hit the hole and then the explosion. So yeah, Damian and I. We'd be like thunder and lightning. Yeah, yeah that's right. Like thunder and lightning. You that's and I. Right. Like Wait, Tiki I Barber what, and Ron Dane. You, yeah. I mean, let's keep in mind, Johnny. Don't sh- sell yourself short. And like, as far as the, you were in the Blo- Bloomington curves in the lab today, working on your body, getting your gains. So was, like, I was you're on not, the treadmill, as I call yeah, it. Yeah, you're not some schlub just coming in and taking a hit. Like, they're they're gonna have to, they're gonna absorb <laughs> some punishment. Johnny, uh, I mean, <laughs> as a as a youth pastor, you would probably be one of the tough, the toughest. Hey, you know what I mean? Football players. Yeah. yeah. If you get that again, you meet Jesus quicker than, <laughs> yeah. than your sermon. Come to Jesus moment there in the hole. I wonder what I wonder what old AJ Dillon's trucking uh stat ah. is in Madden, Mr. Bobrock, as we pivot on the wow. PHX Cardinals podcast. What a professional pivot, transition. Pivot like mm. a flipping <laughs> champ as uh, my awareness is up to hundred percent. So 99. we buried the lead 99. today. Ninety nine. 99, 99. We buried the lead today. Uh, thank goodness gracious, Rodney Hudson is back. Also, Bull Brock, we got a little tasty nugget as it relates yeah. to Madden and mm-hmm. some rankings as it relates to the Cardinals' skill players. Absolutely. So they released, they're going to do them on a daily basis, and they started with the wide receivers and the tight ends. And you always like to kind of just check in whether or not you play the game to see if your favorite team got respected or disrespected as far as the ratings go. We know this this day and age, of course, with the quarterback that the Arizona Cardinals have, a big-time gamer, loves Madden football, Kyler Murray does. So I'm sure when he got his, what, was it a 77? Was it last year? Two years he got ago, like, was it like an 80 or something? Yeah, he was, like it was still low years. last year. So we like to check in. So the Arizona Cardinals wide receivers came out. Lee, if you could put that graphic up. Here's the uh, DeAndre Hopkins comes in, the leader in the clubhouse, 96 overall, despite missing six games to start the season, still getting the respect from Madden football, that 90 speed. He's got an 88 acceleration. He's got 79 strength. But uh, that catch rating, I think, is a little bit low at 96 when you've got a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, probably the best hands in the league. I'm looking at, you know, I'm looking at right there. Marquise Brown should have 99 speed. 97 ain't bad. I, Jamison Williams has 98. Cheetah, Tyreek in uh, Kansas City, or formerly Kansas City, now Miami, has 99. I, I don't care what Marquise Brown's overall rating is. Um, I, I think after this year, we're going to get Marquise Brown at least at 98 because he, his his average catch from Kyler Murray is going to be approaching 20. That's a prediction I'm going to make right now. There, It's going to be bombs away. He may only have 60 catches this year, but we're just, we're just going to see – Marquise Brown streamlining down the field and Kyler Murray just throwing it up because no one can separate from this group. As you see there with, with Hopkins, 90s probably a little generous for his speed, I would say. I mean, he, he he's more of a, not a finesse player, but there's a, there's a skill to he's his He's a game. surgeon. Yeah. yeah. Middle yeah. of the field, right? We're going to be throwing bombs to Marquise Brown, Mr. Damian Anderson. Guys, uh, I think it was a little low. Not, I mean, I, I think that I respect – what DeAndre Hopp did, but I think that Brown, Ertz, and I, I think it was Green at 80, I think they were a little bit low. I mean, Green had over, you know, what, what was it, close to 900 yards last season? Yeah. Uh, I mean, and although that he was, in, admittedly, he wasn't on the same page at times with Kyler Murray, I think that 
everyone respects AJ Green. I think those who watched intimately, you know, watching the Cardinals expected him to play, you know, at that all pro high level AJ Green ish era. But I would say Zach Ertz, one of the best tight ends in the league. I mean, he's no Darren Waller, but 84, I would say, I would like to see it like two points higher on all those guys. I would say at least, you know, with the exception of maybe bumping hop up one round up two and everybody else in terms of Hertz and green up another two. I mean, I need to see more from Rondell, but I, but I'm, I'm okay with what it is because we know that they can be modified throughout the season. And like anything in life, you got to go out there and earn that shit. So if they play well, it's going to increase. And I'm, I'm guys knowing how the season has, the media has gone in communication. I'm afraid of what they're going to come out with Kyler. Like I'm really like, like, well, Jordan P just said in the chat, Hollywood bombs away is what I want to do. Cliff, Hollywood, go catch the screen <laughs> pass. Um, that's a reality that we all have to face right now. Well, it's giving them the ball in space, guys. It's giving them the ball in space. I am a I'm a Cliff Kingsbury apologist, but God help me if Bull Brock, if he opens the season, screen passing away to Rondell and Hollywood Brown, and they can't, they don't have anywhere to go. No. I, I just, I won't be able to help myself. They're going to use him like Christian Kirk was utilized, and we saw Christian Kirk run plenty of times down the field catching bombs from Kyler Murray. He's got better speed than Christian Kirk. He's rated higher than Christian Kirk. People, you know, kept complaining about, you know, is he going to be able to fill that role? Well, that Madden funny? seems to think that Hollywood Brown is a better player, and he's a better player. He's had, he's already had a more accomplished career than Christian Kirk, who was eighty-one, and, and Hollywood's eighty-four. Let's take the the rest of this list. Before we get out of here, the tight ends that checked in. Trey McBride, your rookie second That's round. That's a nice grade for Trey McBride, yeah. by How's the way. That? That's now, a, a mid-second round pick and a tight end to boot. I That's a very nice grade. Look at Andy Isabella somehow getting a 70. He's got to know somebody over the Madden facility to for, to have one catch in yeah, 2021. Yeah, his uncle there. He's I mean, a 70. When your strength's a 57 and your awareness is a 52, come on, bro. <laughs> like, I mean, I know it's not, I know it's not him. I know. it's. Right. The, I mean, I, I, I think anybody in the, and I know it's all relative, right. It's graded on a curve. These professional athletes, but 52 and 57, like, come on guys. That, that awareness might be high too. Did you guys see him a couple years ago <laughs> on a, a critical third down? He went backwards and they had to punt and he had the first down caught. If you've seen him on punt and kickoff returns, that awareness might. So you're might saying it's justifiable, John. Oh you're yeah. God, yes. And okay. I also think. Uh, listen, he, his his grade's always going to be respectable because he can fly. He's got acceleration, but I I would argue catch at seventy nine is way too high. He body catches. He's never been a a, a, a catcher with his hands, a natural catcher. I want to say go back and watch his combine drills when he was doing the, the gauntlet. It was body catch after body catch after body catch, and that's okay if you can carve out a niche in the NFL. But I I think it's disrespectful, Bo, to Antoine Wesley who had a phenomenal end to the season is not higher up than Andy Isabella. I mean, if your rating system has a guy who played a role, you know, and a significant role down the stretch for the Arizona Cardinals, and he, and he played relatively well over 200 yards, three touchdowns. He had two tutties against the Dallas Cowboys in a big game for the Arizona Cardinals. And you've got him rated below a guy who saw one catch and th- there's some flaws there just because his speed is so much higher. It, it doesn't make sense. Put Antoine Wesley's catch, his jumping ability, whatever it takes to get him higher than Andy Isabella. I mean, we just football player for football player. Antoine Wesley has taken over Andy Isabella, not only in the Cardinals, but in the NFL. He should get that respect. Greg Dortch, talk about the most disrespectful thing. 41 strength. 
what can he even open up a jar of peanut butter with 41 <laughs> strength? Like poor guy. He's probably in the weight room right now with tears streaming from his eyes. Like I'll show you. I mean, you know, when we were growing up, no one even looked at that. You know what I mean? No, you know, his boys are shooting him a screenshot like, bro, 41. Right. For, for, where did where they like, where they do that at? You know what I mean? Like, Oh my, <laughs> Oh my God. Like, like you said, Bo, like, I mean, you can't do nothing with 41 guys. Right. Like, I no. mean, you can barely open a door. He needs to right. be outside Madden's headquarters and be like, yo, come out, get your whooping. Whoever says I'm a 41, need, I'll show you He needs to 41. post something right now doing some extreme <laughs> that's weightlifting. That's esque Yeah. That's, he that's needs to post some extreme weightlifting and tag Madden on it right now. Like he needs I look to at that group, in all seriousness, gentlemen, is, is this the most loaded skill position group that this team has had since maybe 2015 with you think about John Brown, peak John Brown, Michael Floyd, Fitz, um, you know, who is the running back, David Johnson, the running back for that team. I look at this group and I'm like, Chris they've Johnson never had a part of that too. Yeah. Yeah. They've never had a tight end group this deep. Yeah. And if Max Williams gives them anything, especially as a blocker, you go three deep at tight end, you get, you get DeAndre Hopkins back after week six, you've got a receiving core. I mean, like we, we joke like Antoine Wesley is a real player. He's an NFL player. We saw it last year. He is an afterthought in these rankings. He's fourth or fifth best receiver on this team. He could absolutely start a game if you needed him to. A.J. Green's a complete afterthought, and and he's an 80, and he's somebody that I, I think in a pinch could absolutely help you. And then you've got bona fide speedsters and Rondell and Marquise Hollywood Brown and then the, and then the GOAT and, and, and um, DeAndre Hopkins. This is the best skilled position group that they have had, I, I, I would argue to say, since Michael Bidwell took over the team. I, I think – the, the peak it. was the peak Stop was Fitz and Bolden, right? Yes. And but yes. the the depth on that team, you know, you got an older Edger and James. Steve, Steve right? Preston had a thousand yards though. He did, but you had no tight end in that group of notes, right? I, I just think from top to bottom, if this is a big caveat, if you get DeAndre Hopkins of old, if Hopkins comes back, doesn't miss a beat, plays eleven games, and is fantastic, and what we think we're going to get out of Hollywood Brown and Trey McBride. And the fact that the running back group has a pro, pro bowler as a starter, nobody talks about. He scored a million touchdowns last year. I, I think this has a chance. And I couple Kyler in there as well to be the, the best offensively skilled group that we've had in 15 years. And I, I would be shocked if this group, especially with, with Big Rodney Hudson back, they are not a top 10 offense. I think that has to be the floor for this offense, Bo. Yeah, no, absolutely. It has to. And, and that's the biggest thing is, can Cliff Kingsbury put these guys, put Kyler Murray in a position to get the ball into these guys' hands and take advantage of all those mismatches and having this just embarrassment of riches of playmakers? I mean, because they're not short on those. For the first time in a long time, they're not short on playmakers. You know, can you can you get the ball to Hollywood Brown? Can you can you get Zach Ertz involved? Can you get Trey McBride involved? Can you get all those guys involved and be kind of that uh you know, conducting that that chorus, can you be that that maestro and, and just hit all the right chords and, and all the right notes? That's that's going to be tough, and that and that's gonna, that's a huge thing that Cliff Kingsbury, for the first time in his Cardinals career, can he get this offense to that top ten? It should be top five, Johnny, but can he keep it within that top ten the entire season's length? Yeah, it should. Uh, be. So where they're putting up points and and teams are coming into the desert or the Arizona Cardinals are visiting somebody on the road and they're like, oh shit, what? What are we going to do with this juggernaut offense? How are we going to slow them down? If we slow down this part, they're going to kill us with this. you got to pick your poison. They've got to have that mentality week in and week out, and it's going to come down the cliff just dialing up the right schemes. DA, I want to pose a question to you. Is What do you think the weakness is to this group then outside of 
no D hop for six games. That goes without saying. But you look at this group offensively, and I'll include the offensive line now with with Rodney Hudson returning. I, I don't see too many weaknesses. We, the defense has got holes up and down, but there's a right. reason this team sh- should still make the playoffs, and it starts with the eleven guys they're they're starting in an offensive league on the offensive side. No, yeah, Johnny. I mean, I I, I think it's not overstated to just clarify they've had their bets offensively. I mean, you could yeah. go from roster offensively with their starters. And, and match them up collectively in the league, and they're going to be in the top tier offensive-wise. And like Bo said, top five – I would say top five to ten. You need that to go deep into the playoffs. With that, I'm going to throw this back to you guys. Do you think that it's a lot of pressure on Cliff to Bo, to your point, having these embarrassment of riches? By the way, I want to put it on the record. I think Trey McBride – I think Roy the Viewer said, too, that he's going to be a stud. I think he's going to have over 500 yards and going to be wow. a sleeper on this team. I really do. Just knowing the matchups that – Cliff can do and in just the myriad of offensive schematically things that he can he can do in terms of play calling. But I want to throw that back to you guys. Do you think it's a lot of pressure on Cliff to know that, hey guys, you know, we gave you all this talent. We've did made all these trades. We got your quarterback, did all these things for you to go out there and make it happen every game. We know they're not going to maybe win every game, but is it, I mean, I think someone mentioned 28 points. Does it have to be 32? Like what's what are we calling the baseline for this team, you know, given that they're so offensively talented? Mm-hmm. I mean, 30. What would you guys say? What, 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 you know what I mean? Like, what's a good – I would say 28 to 32. They got to do yeah. that again. I agree. I mean, I I think there's there's often too many plays left on the field with this offense. But now I at in year four for Cliff Kingsbury, who just signed, I'm sure, a pretty lucrative extension. We know the years. We don't know the money behind it. But I'm sure it was pretty lucrative. Uh, that he, he has no excuses. He's got he, the, the players that fit his scheme or who he views and Steve Kime view uh, fit his scheme. And he's got his quarterback that he brought along that that he he wanted from the very get go. And now it's just like, okay, you have to be the offensive guru that we envisioned that we were going to take in one of the most weird coaching hires in NFL history, a guy who was fired from his alma mater out of the Big 12, and he went to become an OC at USC for a cup of tea, and then he, next thing you know, he's the head coach in the NFL. Like Cliff Kingsbury has to prove Steve Keim right for betting on him so many years ago. And this is his opportunity because who else he going to do it with? I mean, they've turned this roster and put him in this position and now it's like, okay, the pressure's on, but you better thrive in this pressure because you, this is, there couldn't be better circumstances than this, maybe outside of maybe a stronger offensive line, but you know, you had to make some sort of concessions to get this roster, this offense. I, I go back and forth DA because Bo and I just talked about this on one of our previous audio only pods like who outside of Kyler Murray has Cliff Kingsbury developed into like a bona fide cemented stalwart in this offense pro bowler and it hasn't happened yet but you can make an argument they haven't invested enough in this offense with young players they go out and they get Hollywood Brown they get Trey McBride I think Cliff has done a great job seamlessly transitioning veterans midseason like you know last year with Ertz he did it once upon a time with Kenyon Drake. Look what he did with James Conner last year. I do think that the Cardinals can get there, and I would I would challenge the people who push back and say, this is a guy who went into San Francisco and Seattle last year with Colt McCoy and no DeAndre Hopkins and, and put up a quality offensively, offensive outing, right? I think the floor with Cliff is very high, but can he reach that pinnacle? That pinnacle of every week you got to go out and score 30 to 32 because we know this, the defense has major question marks, deficiencies up and down. But what I will say about Vance Joseph is I don't think they're going to be terrible. 
I think they're going to be middle of the pack. They're going to have their ups and downs. They're going to have games that aren't going to be great. And in those occurrences, like maybe a week one, when you play the best of the best in Patrick Mahomes, can this offense go shot for shot? And I think that they can because I do believe Kingsbury, at the end of the day, said it last year, didn't want to be overly reliant on Hopkins anymore. He made that mistake. And what they do? They just said, we're going to flush the offense with playmakers. So no matter who we've got on the field, we've got threats to score. We're not one-dimensional, right? And then, of course, you couple Kyler Murray into that, and I think you're, you're playing with house money at that point. Um, it's, a, it's, a great, it's a great recommendation for Cliff Kingsbury at the end of the day. Like, I, I, I recommend that they score points, and I think that they will early and often. Another recommendation I can give to you is for you to go out and consider the COVID-19 vaccine. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are now eligible for a booster Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location nearest to you. I can also recommend OG's, our partner, of course, the Arizona's Cannabis Kitchen that can come out with an incredible cannabis experience for you, including their limited time first ever seasonal flavor, Pina Colada. You're going to love this perfect blend of pineapple and creamy coconut Check out OGs. Follow them on Instagram. Our guy, Saul Bookman, our GM, he says that they've got some awesome flavors headed your way this fall. So you want to follow them at OGs Brands on IG. And, of course, check out what they got going on online, OGsBrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z Brands.com. You must be 21 years or older to purchase, but you can find their products in your local dispensary as well. OGs, yeah, I'll highly recommend that here at part of the PHNX Cardinals crew. Appreciate everybody tuning in today. We've got an audio-only podcast dropping tomorrow, Johnny. We're going to be talking uh, all sorts of things, Arizona Cardinals, including your our first mailbag of the season. We're going to get to, from our listeners' questions, and we're going to answer a couple of those. But uh, it's been a fun show. This Rodney Hudson news gave not only the Arizona Cardinals themselves a boost, it gave us a boost. Yeah, absolutely. I want to make sure everybody – Checks us out online, gophnx.com. You can subscribe. Please subscribe, like, comment, the YouTube page, PHNX Sports, uh, PHNX underscore Cardinals on Twitter. At the site, check out our PHNX merchandise locker. We've got a ton of gear available right now, a ton of gear dropping before the season. Don't miss it because you're going to see your friends and family sporting it throughout the Valley and beyond this fall. Be sure, again, become a member at gophnx.com, 50 cents for the first month, $8.99 for the subsequent month, or just under 60 bucks for the year and cop a free T-shirt in the process. I want to thank Mr. Bo Brock, the birthday boy, Damian Anderson, as we get to celebrate here on a Football Monday PHNX Cardinals podcast. Be sure, like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. We will be back tomorrow. See you, everybody. Take care.